Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Tis the season for joy at Pleasure Positive Living because we are unwrapping the ultimate holiday gift this season, the gift of pleasure. So this is our kickoff episode of our holiday reboot series. So join us on the journey to rewire your brain for bliss. So this year, we want to redefine the the holiday hustle. Instead of getting caught up in the chaos, we invite you to invest in something truly transformative, your pleasure. So in this episode, Wired for Pleasure, we explore the profound impact pleasure has on your well-being and how it can be the key to positive change in your life. We will be looking at the science behind pleasure and its incredible ability to reboot your brain. And this is not just about indulgence. It is about intentional, joyous living. So we delve into stories of individuals who we've worked with, who have experienced real transformation by prioritizing their pressure, their pleasure, and break free from guilt and societal stigmas and embrace pleasure as a vital aspect of self-care. This episode isn't just a celebration of pleasure. It's an invitation to give your brain the ultimate holiday gift, a pleasure reboot. So join us as we kick off our holiday reboot series and set the tone for a season filled with joy connection, and positive change. So we will be seeing you the next four weeks because Pleasure Positive Living is unwrapping the secrets to a truly joyous and transformative celebration. Your brain deserves it. You deserve it. So let the pleasure reboot begin. Yes. (laughs) Tis the season for pleasure. True. And in the realm of pleasure, Transformative experiences await those who recognize that investing time and resources into their well-being is a prerequisite for change. Our lives are shaped by the choices we make. And when it comes to pleasure, it's a direct reflection of the value we place on our own joy and satisfaction. Consider pleasure not merely as a fleeting moment of indulgence, but as a vital currency for personal growth and fulfillment. Mm. If we aren't willing to allocate time, energy, and resources towards our pleasure, we inadvertently limit our capacity for joy and positive transformation. So just as we invest in our careers, our relationships, and education, dedicating intentional effort to our pleasure is an essential component of a holistic and thriving life. But this concept challenges the notion that pleasure is a luxury or an afterthought. 
It positions pleasure as a cornerstone of self-care, mental being, and overall happiness. By consciously investing in our pleasure, we signal to ourselves and the world that our satisfaction and contentment matter. Real change often begins with a shift in perspective and a commitment to prioritize what brings us joy. If you find yourself longing for different circumstances, ask yourself whether you've invested in your own pleasure. It's a powerful catalyst for transformation, unlocking the doors to a life rich in positive experiences and profound self-discovery. We, Pleasure Positive Living, invite you to embark on a journey of intentional pleasure-seeking, recognizing that this investment is not just a personal indulgence but a revolutionary act that can reshape your entire existence. Embrace the idea that pleasure is not only a destination, but also a path that when actively traversed leads to a more vibrant, fulfilling, and pleasure-positive life. Man, I'm inspired. This is our new context for you, Clitorati, and pleasure seekers around the world to listen to our show from this lens and continue on your pleasure positive journey with this new perspective. Because it's so normal to not prioritize pleasure. In fact, you're probably the batshit crazy person in the room if you do prioritize your pleasure. Or as we oh, like yeah, to- you're getting some side eye for sure, generally. Yeah. And we're going to talk all about why that is today because we really believe that is ass backwards. It sure is. If you are not willing to invest the time and resources into your pleasure, don't expect your circumstances to change. And so if you're in the place where you do want your circumstances to change, you're like, you, mm-hmm. there's things that you are not satisfied with, then let this holiday reboot episode be the clearing for a path to pleasure for yourself. This is carving out time for yourself, listening to this holiday reboot series. We talk about time, energy, resources. These are different ways we can invest in our mm-hmm. pleasure. And so listening to this series for the next four weeks is absolutely an investment of your time in yourself, telling yourself that my pleasure matters. So today we're looking at rewiring the brain, right? And redefining pleasure and the investment in pleasure and taking it from a taboo conversation to a normal conversation. Yeah. So there's some conventional views of pleasure that impact personal well-being. We're going to discuss that in conventional perspectives, pleasure is often perceived through a very narrow lens. It's framed as a very fleeting indulgence or again, like this luxury reserved for special occasions, blah, blah, blah. Right. Once a year or once a month, I'll do something nice for myself. Me and my husband go on a date once a quarter. It's, this is a very limited perception that of how you could be walking through your life every day, moment to moment. 
Right. And there's actually studies that have been done that demonstrate that embracing pleasure positively, meaning shame-free, actually affects Mm -hmm. your mental health. Reducing stress and anxiety while enhancing mood and cognitive function. It's definitely true. All those endorphins that are released during sexual pleasure, or it doesn't even need to be sexual pleasure. It could be anything that brings you pleasure releases those endorphins. But if you do want to climax, you will get a bigger dose. (laughs) Exactly. We are all about sexual pleasure here, but I think the big misunderstanding is that really that's just one fractal of what we deal with in the realm of pleasure. It's actually very little of what we deal with. We mostly talk to get to the point of why is this not in your life? There's lots of group conversation and disruption of these societal beliefs that keep us from our pleasure. So the role of pleasure in transformative experience, I want to talk about the psychological and the physiological benefits of pleasure on mental health and your overall life satisfaction, because this has a profound effect. (laughs) Incorporating pleasure has a profound effect on your mental health and life satisfaction. And it's supported by a wealth of scientific evidence. Because I needed the scientific evidence. I was like, come on, I'm not going to, I feel like I'm just making up excuses to indulge in myself initially when I first started this conversation. So there are actual studies that engage in pleasurable activities, releases the neurotransmitters that I was just talking about, like dopamine and serotonin, commonly known as feel-good chemicals, and it can lower your cortisol. Your cortisol is known as your stress hormone. So these neurochemical responses play a crucial role in regulating mood and reducing symptoms of anxiety and depression. And and those are things that are such a... I'm so happy that this conversation about depression and anxiety, since we all live through a global pandemic, is actually becoming a normal thing to talk about. And there's more and more resources to really get under the root of what is causing your guilt and shame, what is causing you not to be satisfied and have joy in your life. And, and that's why we're so passionate about this doing almost 300 episodes because of the profound difference that it's made in our life and continues to, because when you enter new chapters of life, your desires ebb and flow, and you could need something completely different than you could have ever imagined. Being in this lifestyle and being in this conversation and Honestly, Madison, the community aspect to all of this is just, yeah, it really contributes to my life satisfaction. 1000% community is such a pillar to to pleasure, right? And it's, I mean, I want to ask you all clitorati and pleasure seekers around the world, is your mental health a luxury? Because if we really break down, especially what you just shared, Katie, then what we're Mm -hmm. saying is that pleasure is a form of self-investment that's actually for your overall well-being, emotional balance, and a thriving life. And so if it's a mental health conversation, then I'm ask, I'll ask the question again, is your mental health a luxury? Hopefully not, right? Like hopefully no. Hopefully, hopefully you are like allocating funds towards your mental health. And I hope that this conversation is starting to illuminate the connection of how pleasure is part, supportive to the positive mental health. Yeah. And if you don't have pleasure in your budget, I know that I didn't. When I first started this conversation, it sounded like an extra expense, like a vacation. Oh, I'm not going on vacation this year. No, pleasure is 
it, even the word pleasure, it doesn't, even when I'm saying it, it doesn't sound like it belongs as an, as a need from society's point of view, right. because we're so programmed. So it's, but we actually believe pleasure is a need. It is a need. It's a foundational it's a need, need like water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mental health is extremely important to be really clear on what your needs are and what your desires are so that, and have a, a community and a way to be able to talk about them to fulfill your needs and get the support that you need really so, will enhance. And so let's talk about some of our practical strategies mm-hmm. for investing in your pleasure. Yeah. And then pleasure is a self-investment, not a luxury. And so we've got some amazing opportunities for all of you. If you haven't already seen from our emails, if you're not subscribed to our emails, please come on over and email us so we can get you on our email list. But we have these sexual satisfaction sessions right now that are one-on-one calls with myself, Sugar, aka Madison. We also just started free private group trainings that are called the Sexual Satisfaction Trinity Framework, how to have satisfaction in and out of the bedroom. And so these are some easy, free ways to start getting in the conversation. The the biggest strategy is get in communication around your pleasure. Do not be in the dark around it. This is not a a solo mission. And if you feel bogged down by the results you haven't or your circumstances, look to see, have you been doing this alone? And I would Mm. say just listening to the podcast is not really sufficient. You're not being seen by other people. If you are craving that, craving the opportunity that community is inside of a pleasure conversation, come to one of our group calls or at least a one-on-one call with me. But the biggest strategy is get into communication. Don't go at it alone. This is not, you're not a CIA agent and you need to keep this a secret mission. But maybe it occurs to you like that. Maybe it's, oh, fuck, no one can know I listen to this podcast. So Mm -hmm. wherever you're at, a great strategy would be to get in communication with us. You don't need to go into your community. Come on to one, a one-on-one call with me or come to one of our group trainings with our pleasure positive community. Right? But a big strategy is get in communication. Oh my gosh. We are not lone wolves when it comes to our pleasure. At least you don't have to be anymore. So I do want to look at like, where does this guilt come from? Like, where do these, what are these societal stigmas? We've talked about, mentioned that a lot in this podcast already. So I want to talk about prioritizing personal pleasure, how it often stems from societal norms, cultural influences, and historical perspectives on self-indulgence. So I don't know if you've ever heard about puritanical culture, but in some cultures, there are historical ties to puritanical beliefs that are associated with pleasure, especially in uh, sensual or personal nature with moral laxity is often a sin in some cultures. And this legacy can linger in societal attitudes for self-gratification. So if you are someone like me who never got a sex talk when you were younger and it was not talked about, this is this stems from your parents living in a puritanical culture. If you never get the education and if you're never allowed to talk about it, or if it's a sin, which means if you're religious and that's you know what that means, like, it, you're not going <laughs> to be like, oh, okay, well, let's solve pleasure and toss it to the side because this is why pleasure is such a big part of our value system. So that will, can definitely get in the way of 
and make you feel guilty for no reason. And the thing that I love about this, once I start to see people come with those types of issues and it starts to shed away, their face just starts to brighten up more. It's like the permission and the possibility that they're able to experience, it's like they never thought that they could. I know. And then they glow. And now it's like a are. fucking makeover. It's, oh, wow. What did you do with your hair? It's like nothing. I just embraced a new mindset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mindset is everything. I want to go through a couple other things that create, that you may not be aware of that create guilt and stigma on the dailies. We live in a productivity culture. The work ethic is so important. And when this emphasis can create a sense of guilt when individuals prioritize personal pleasure, and it may be perceived as a deviation from the societal expectation of constant productivity. Mm -hmm. And the constant productivity, I feel like that goes into uh, the other little thing that makes, creates guilt and stigma. And that is comparison through social media influence. Comparison culture just kills. So the pervasive nature of society, social media and culture comparison can contribute to guilt. So you really, I have been really conscious of that recently. I really noticed my, my nervous system react or get triggered or not as, even if it's a happy one, but I feel it. So it definitely impacts your body in a negative or positive way. So it's important in your mind to be present to that. That is a normal thing that all of us are experiencing and to be responsible in your mind for what you're really taking in and to catch yourself. If you're comparing yourself to these snapshots of people's highlights of their life, it's not something that I feel is real or attainable. And we try to keep it real here as much as possible. And then of course there's gender expectations. We talked about cultural and religious beliefs and then parental and family expectations can really play a huge role in, in guilt or stigma and having someone not want to prioritize their pleasure. I just want to highlight the importance of destigmatizing all of these discussions because I really wasn't aware of all of this and all of these things were actually impacting me at the time of me really starting my pleasure journey. Mm. A life guided by pleasure. Mm. By my design. <laughs> I love it. Take oh my something. gosh. It's I love when we slow down and just get present to more knowledge. Mm-hmm. We're such great conversationalists and we chat and have banters and we like, we'll cut each other off. But it's just, I love just like when you wisdom drop a bunch of like information on me and I'm like, oh yeah. Because sometimes when we name what a thing is, it just loosens the resistance around it. Mm. But just even mm-hmm. hearing information is like that first layer of, oh wow, this is okay. This is where my guilt and shame comes from. It's not mine. There's these puritanical beliefs. There's the gendered expectations, right? There's uh, the familial expectations. There's all these different things affecting it. And that's like knowledge can really just slow us down and get us back into a reset. Like where we said, we're going to rewire your brain for bliss. It's get, sometimes we got to go back to even basics. Like just let's start at the foundation. Like, why do we have this shame? Why do we have this guilt? Mm-hmm. And I, Yeah, getting present to what's already existing in your environment, in your body. Like we're all programmed in this way. So it's important to be aware of it so you can be responsible for it. Because when we're responsible for our pleasure, that has such a ripple effect on our relationships, which is 
really key. Why do we care so much about pleasure? Because honestly, the quality of our relationships is the quality of our life. And pleasure is an access to empower ourselves and be a greatest contribution to the people around us. And when we, when we investing in personal pleasure can actually really enhance our relationships with other people and foster those positive ripple effects that extend beyond just individual well-being. So in terms of how personal pleasure positively influences our relationships and the interconnectedness of individual pleasure, it's a few things in terms of shared joy in partnership and in communities. So when individuals prioritize and invest in their personal pleasure, they're often, they will often experience an increased sense of well-being, contentment, and happiness. And these positive emotions create a foundation for healthier interactions with others. So in the context of partnerships, whether romantic or platonic, individuals who prioritize personal pleasure bring a more fulfilled and joyful version of themselves to the relationship. And then this in turn contributes to a more positive and supportive dynamic within the partnership. And then the interconnectedness between individual pleasure and, and shared joy becomes very evident as personal happiness spills over into the collective experience of a partnership or community. So in romantic relationships, for example, a partner's individual fulfillment and pleasure seeking can lead to a more harmonious connection and shared activities that bring joy to each other and the partnership can deepen the bond and actually create like a reservoir of positive experiences. But similarly, within communities, individuals who prioritize personal pleasure contribute to the overall well-being of the group. That's right, people. A community comprised of individuals who actively seek and embrace pleasure tend to foster a more positive and supportive environment. And that's why our pleasure-positive community is so sacred to us because it's so powerful having a group of people that all share this value. And shared moments of joy become a collective celebration, strengthening the social fabric itself and creating a sense of belonging. I think that's really what's missing is that we don't feel like we belong. And pleasure actually is a cornerstone to belonging. So the key really lies in recognizing that individual pleasure is not selfish. We need to get that out of our vernacular. It is crucial to our personal development. And so individuals that are fulfilled and content, they bring a more positive energy to their relationships. And that fosters a cycle of shared joy and mutual support. And this interconnected approach to pleasure not only benefits individual relationships, but again, the, the contributes to the creation of thriving pleasure positive communities. And that's what we could be creating over here. And it just reinforces mm-hmm. the idea that investing in personal pleasure is not only a personal journey, but a communal one with the potential to elevate the well-being of everyone involved. Mm. Yeah. And I'm just hearing the ability to really, when you're investing in your pleasure, you're able to take that deep breath right? To regulate Mm. yourself in the event of any circumstances. And it's a muscle that keeps getting stronger and stronger. And when you are in community and you hear other people's stories and it keeps you in the conversation because it's really easy, even for me to be like, not to prioritize my pleasure. And this is my like life mission with Mm. pleasure, positive living. So I just know that it's normal for anyone. So if I'm experiencing that, 
every anyone else probably is, right? Mm. So it's really, I love reviewing all this because I've heard all this before, right? We've talked about a lot of this, but even for me, I'm, oh yeah, all of this was put, a lot of this was put on me and I have a choice. Mm. So what am I going to choose? And yeah. if, if you're listening and then pleasure seems like a priority to you, if you do listen to our show, I would think. I agree. Don't you agree, Clitorati? Don't you agree? So we hope that this inspired you to rewire your brain and remember where all these things come from and that it's not necessarily you. And it doesn't mean that's the way it has to be. And in fact, there's so many, there's so many stories we could tell you about people that have come through our program that have had breakthrough results, but we're just going to highlight just a couple today to just really anchor in how, when you take that leap of faith and invest in your pleasure, you step, you, you set yourself free from this patriarchal paradigm that we are all living in. You can really become this catalyst for positive change in your life. So let's talk about some of our favorite stories from (laughs) the history of our pleasure positive community. Gosh, I guess one of my favorite stories is, we're going to leave everyone anonymous, but there was a woman who did our program that got in a really bad accident and had a brain injury, traumatic brain injury. And the brain injury was in her amygdala, the pleasure center of her brain. And she wasn't able to orgasm. And this is a sexual example, had to. After just a few weeks of being in communication and in supported and in community and doing her inner work, just after a couple of weeks, we got an email that was like, Hi, Katie, Lindsay, and Madison. Just wanted to share that I had my first orgasm in a year. It was, we all celebrated. It was amazing. It was a medical miracle. Yeah, it was a medical miracle. Exactly. And we have another woman that said, and I'll just quote her. She's, it's not just your sexuality that's affected. Literally everything in your life is impacted from family relationships to your friends, to your work with yourself ultimately. And she was like, if you want just a 10% change in your life, then this is something that can give you that 10% and blow it up to a thousand. And she said, I've done therapy for over 20 years and and wants a refund. She wants her money back. She wants her fucking money back. Uh, Another member of our community, a badass mom, she, she was sharing how like her children like acknowledged her for becoming- They like, noticed. They noticed. Like, mm-hmm. just, like pleasure is so much bigger than our orgasm or sex. It is the, to the level of that it impacts our relationships. The intimacy this woman has with her children now is just profound, mm. right? It's, and she was keeping herself from that. And she didn't know that she was until she got into the course and identified a limiting belief that she had about herself mm-hmm. that we blew the lid off of that one. And we'd had, we had a woman come in our program being like, I can't afford, the, I can't afford your pleasure course. Our program's right. called the Pleasure Accelerator. And we were like, okay, are you sure? Would you not be able to pay rent? And she's like, oh no, actually I would be able to pay rent. And we were like, okay, what do you want to create? Anyway, she's like, I actually really... I either want a new job or I like want to be getting paid more. We're like, okay. After a week in our program, I think she emailed us being like, I just got promoted. 
she like insta got the results, got promoted, loved her job. It was like her dream position. And she actually was unable to come to our live classrooms for the live gatherings on Zoom for the rest of the course because this new job was, it was like at that time that she was still working, but she did the program all remote and watched the replays. It's just incredible what happens. Like this is someone who wasn't able to afford the course and now just got her dream job and was getting, making more than enough money to stay in the program and not even come to the live coaching calls. It's just... Unbelievable. Once she invested in her pleasure, she did. Absolutely. Yeah. I just had I just had a call today, follow up with one of our newest participants in the Pleasure Accelerator. We spoke f- four weeks ago. And in the follow-up today, and this is just after four weeks of re- of signing up, she doesn't she's invested in her pleasure, but she hasn't even started doing the the program yet. She's I've been on eight dates. She mm. met someone who she thinks might be the guy. After completing a relationship several months ago with a man she was in love with and having this most empowering, I deserve everything and even better than him. She's a lot's happened since we last spoke. I was like, I fucking love you, queen. Yes. And so it's amazing. It's quantum. It's beyond our comprehension. It's not directly measurable to the eye that that when we invest in our pleasure, that ripple effect on our personal development as a person is just profound. In any other like success stories or rather sex success stories that you want to highlight, Katie? My favorite one is the medical miracle one. And I think it really just speaks to how pleasure really does rewire your brain. You, It is possible to do that with different the, the, the modalities that we've been using on in our courses and signing up for these different free options that we have for all of our listeners so that you can really see what's the best path for you. Yeah. All right. This was juicy. This was educational. This was the first of the holiday reboot series. We're really rewiring our brains for bliss. Recognizing that our pleasure is not selfish. It is sacred. Our pleasure is not a luxury. It is essential to our self-development. And really coming into this holiday season and into this new year with our brains wired for pleasure. Can we Mm. get an A pussy to that? A pussy. All right. So if you want to hop on one of those uh, one-on-one calls with us, or you want to um, come to a pri- one of our private trainings, again, we call them the sexual satisfaction trinity framework, how to have sexual satisfaction in and out of the bedroom, or rather how to have satisfaction in and out of the bedroom. And if this conversation piques your interest, you want some support, you want to get in communication, you want to start with that initial strategy, go ahead and DM us the phrase, fuck yes, F-U-C-K-Y-E-S, very simple to remember, or go ahead and email us, pleasurepositiveliving at gmail.com, fuck yes, on our Instagram at Pleasure Positive Living, DM us, fuck yes. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And what do we always say, Katie? And with that, Clitorati, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.